Good morning and welcome to The Bright Side. This is Alexis Robin, executive coach and co-founder of the Pewink Coaching Center for Excellence. Today we're talking about taking good care of yourself and you'll often hear me say there are 1,440 minutes in the day. Take 15 for you. Now this is something I read a long time ago and there's even a really cool um, self-help kind of personal growth uh, campus in Santa Cruz that's called 1440. But I just want you to remember that 15 minutes a day, it's not much. And we often put ourselves very last. Uh, we sacrifice things like sleep, exercise, meditation, healthy eating, uh, in the spirit of helping others, in the spirit of getting work done, that kind of a thing. And the reality is, is that when we're taking 15 minutes for ourselves, when we're doing things for ourselves, it's actually one of the nicest things we can do for other people because we are putting ourselves into a space where we are... Um, prepared and feeling good to be productive and to help other people. So uh, so put, putting yourself first is actually quite a generous thing to do. Um, yesterday I was cruising through Facebook, as I do sometimes, and I was inspired by one of my friend friend's posts. Uh, it's a post from Change Your Thoughts Today uh, Facebook page and it's uh, from one of my favorite local personal chefs, Devin Fennessy. She's the saucy culinarian up here in Lake Tahoe, and uh, it's a list of 12 steps for self-care, so I thought I'd take you through those 12 steps today, and we'll go from there. So, uh, first one is, if it feels wrong, don't do it. Now, if uh, this is something that's really important, our brains are sending messages to our body constantly about what feels right or feels wrong. In fact, from the minute we're born, we start collecting information that tells us if things are safe or unsafe, and creating an algorithm uh, that helps lead our intuition and so the first way that you'll know something isn't right for you is it feels wrong and oftentimes our um, the part of our brain the insula that communicates with the other physical parts of our body um, that gives us those gut feelings if you will it works more quickly than our language center can process things so that's why sometimes we know something before we can articulate why we know it I don't know I just didn't like that guy or yeah, she's great. How do you know? Well, I don't know. I just can feel it. So um, those kind of things, if if it feels wrong, don't do it. Your body will physically recoil if something is wrong for you. You'll, you'll notice it. Um, notice it when you're watching the news and they say something really horrible and you kind of like shrink back. Like, oof. Um, that's, you know, if, if something feels wrong, don't do it. Simple. Uh, second thing is to say exactly what you mean. Now, we were talking about this recently, uh, and sometimes we try to get really metaphorical. We try to um, say things and hope that people get them, set expectations by kind of hinting at what we want. And the reality is, is that when we do that, we, uh, we don't often get what we want. So it's really important to say exactly what you mean. So if you mean, I'm not going to be able to participate on that committee this year, then say that. Don't say, well, I'm getting kind of busy, I'm not sure. Uh, say exactly what you mean so you save yourself some time um, and just the heartache of having to go back and tell somebody no four times instead of just saying it the first time. If you need some help saying no, by the way, um, which we'll get to at number seven, you can check out our recent LinkedIn post um, on my, actually on my LinkedIn page, Alexis Robin. Uh, you'll find it's how to say no, and it's got an infographic you can download that's got a bunch of ways to say no gracefully. 
Number three is don't be a people pleaser. People pleasing is actually a reactive tendency when we look at leadership styles, um, kind of going along to getting along and doing what people want you to do just so that they like you or so that they don't get mad at you or so that you can avoid being vulnerable or at risk in any way. And so, um, but it really gets in the way with things like being decisive and things like courageous authenticity. Uh, often people pleasers aren't telling other people things that they really need and they're not able to be authentic because they're constantly trying to adjust their style to match other people's. So be cautious of this. Um, it doesn't serve your highest self when you're not authentic. Um, so don't be a people pleaser. Number four, trust your instincts. Back to the number one, if it feels wrong, don't do it. Number four, trust your instincts. Your body knows often before your language center and your cognitive mind knows. So if you have a feeling about something, if you have an instinct that, hey, this is a good bet, or you have an instinct that says like, hmm, this sounds really good on paper, but something's just not jiving for me, trust that. Trust that you're going to speak up and say something uh, and it's going to be absorbed well or people are going to hear it and think like, oh yeah, that was, that was interesting. Uh, we often try to overthink things and, and really the instinct is one of the best tools that we can use. Number five, don't speak badly about yourself. When we speak badly about yourself, we diminish who we are as people. We model that for our children. Uh, if you're constantly saying like, oh, I'm such an idiot or, oh, I'm not really, gosh, I just look horrible in these jeans or what have you. We are putting that out there for the world. And the reality is, is that if we're not going to speak kindly to us, why should anyone else? So we're the first people that should be speaking kindly to ourselves. So instead of speaking badly about yourself, speak kindly to yourself. Challenge yourself. For every negative thing you say about yourself, find three things that are going well, even if it's just that you like your earlobes. Uh, number six, never give up on your dreams. This is such a big one for me. And it does sound a little cliche, like, oh, don't give up on your dreams, always hope. But hope and optimism is one of my top five values, and it's something I hold very dear. And here's the thing, in life, you can really do anything that you want. You just have to go for it. And most of the time, the only thing that's in our way is ourselves and our beliefs about what's possible and what's not. So if you have a dream to do something, whether it's living abroad, starting your own business, just starting a blog as a little side gig, having your own radio show or podcast about something you're passionate about or you love, um, if it's meeting somebody that you care about, don't give up on that. Focus your energy on it. Move towards it. Make decisions each day that get you closer to that. Number seven, don't be afraid to say no. This is, we just talked about this earlier. If you need some help on saying no, you can head on over to LinkedIn and check out either the P-Link Coaching Center for Excellence company page or my personal LinkedIn page, Alexis Robin, and look up that blog on how to say no. In order to say no, we have to have a bigger yes. So understanding where you're trying to get to, what your goals are, what your intentions are for the week will help you to know what to say yes and what to say no to. So um, don't be afraid to decline something, even if it's a good opportunity, because you might be leaving space for something that's great. And then number eight, don't be afraid to say yes. Oftentimes it's like, oh, I don't know if I'm prepared for that. Am I the right person? I'm not sure. That self-doubt creeps in. Don't be afraid to say yes to something. Go for it. Be spontaneous. You never know what you're going to find, what you're going to end up doing that you love. So 
say yes. You can always say yes, get halfway into it and decide like, oh, this really isn't what I thought it was going to be and then figure out how to get out of it. But, uh, but try it, try things. And then if you're just joining us, we're talking about 12 steps for self-care. This is Alexis Robin from the Peeling Coaching Center for Excellence. And you're listening to The Bright Side on K Tahoe. Um, number nine, be kind to yourself. Uh, we are all working to do the best that we can. And being kind to yourself, compassionate with yourself is the best thing you can do, especially if you're leading a brave life. If you're putting yourself out there in uncomfortable positions, if you're challenging yourself at work, if you're trying to do you know, I just started doing yoga in the morning when, um, before work and getting up early and it's, I'm just really trying to reserve judgment versus beating myself up for not being able to hold a certain pose or getting tired and downward dog. I'm just allowing myself to do the very best that I can and be happy that I actually showed up to do it versus beating myself up and making it a miserable experience. So be kind to yourself. Number 10, this is such a big one let go of what you can't control. This means everybody else's experience, you cannot control that. This means the other people driving on the road, you can't control that. What other people think about you, you cannot control that. All you can do is show up and be the best version of yourself that you can possibly be. That's what you can control. If other people don't love that, that's their business. And for more on this, you can take a look at Byron Katie's website, thework.com. But stay in your circle of influence. You can listen to our show on how to increase your power and influence at work. It talks a lot about this idea of letting go of what you can't control. Uh, And then number 11, stay away from drama and negativity. There are people who will pull you in. There are shows that will pull you in. Uh, I've stopped watching the news when my children were born. That was almost 10 years ago now. Um, People say, well, how do you stay informed? Oh, trust me, (laughs) it gets in. Uh, you see it on Facebook now has trending things. So I know what's going on with that. Um, people tell you what's going on. Uh, I can look it up. I can read it in the newspaper if I want to, but the news at night, it seems to be sensational. Uh, it's often about these really horrible things that happen. And I just, I'm not interested in that kind of negativity. So whatever your choices are, that's fine. But Think about where the drama and negativity live in your life and how you can let go of that, how you can move away from that. And then finally, uh, the last thing, last step here is uh, number 12 is to love. And that love begins with you and then spreads out to every person you interact with, whether it's your spouse, whether it's your boyfriend or girlfriend, whether it is your children, your mother, your sister, your neighbor, uh, whoever it is, Dig into that place of love and offer that up because there is no limit on how much love we have to give. And sometimes even the person in the store who you smile at, who's having a rough day, like they can use just a tiny bit of that love. So these are 12 steps for self-care. Thank you so much, Devin, the saucy culinarian, for sharing this for the inspiration today. And if you have ideas for a show or you have questions that you'd like to bring up and have me talk about on the bright side, you can go ahead and send us a message on the Facebook page, The Positivity Link. You can also get all of these shows on our app, which is also named The Positivity Link on iTunes and the Google Play Store. And we thank you for listening. Have a great day, Tahoe. K Tahoe, 96.1 FM, 590 AM. We'll see you next week, same time, same place.